Welcome back, week nine of the Him and Him podcast. How you guys doing? What's up? How you how's your week been, Nick? Mine hasn't been bad. Um, little busy, can't lie. On duty this weekend, I actually have today off. Technically, I'll, I'll say off is a light term because yeah, uh, you're definitely at work. Yeah, I'm at work, but uh, I'm only I'm only here because gas price is too fucking expensive. So for me to drive. 50 miles home to drive 50 miles back and I need to be I need to be back at work tomorrow by six. I'm just gonna stay the night here. So what the fuck did you go there for today? I had duty this weekend. So I've been here Friday and that. So do you have duty on Monday? No, we're taking the bucket boat into dry dock. So that's why they gave me the day off. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And then I went over there fishing. Yeah, exactly. So right before I hopped on the podcast, went fishing. Actually, last night I went fishing too. And on my last cast, I was like, I told my my, uh, bro, I said, I'm going to send out this last cast and we're going to go inside. Nigga, tell me why I sent out the last cast and the fucking... And, uh, the hook flew off the fucking thing on my like last launched into the water. Yeah, like I, I I flung it and it just flew right off. Yeah, you just gotta call it a day after that one, G. Yeah, so <laughs> I just went to bed last night and then today caught three fish. Not bad. It just be hot as fuck. Yeah, hot as hell. What about you, Rachel? How your week been, G? I don't know what I had. On Monday, which was the 4th of July, but I was so sick. I had to call out of work Tuesday. Other than that, um, I went to work. I sat in my desk uh, looking pretty for eight hours a day. I went home. And nothing spectacular happened, I don't think. You didn't get fucked up on 4th of July, that's why? Using that down in beer after beer after beer like a true American? I don't drink. You missing out? No. What'd you do for Fourth of July, Nick? What did I do? Yeah, I was on duty, and we had a case. Had some methadone. <laughs> had some yeah. methadone. That sounds about right. Hey, but look, this dude I worked with in my last year, he told me every Fourth of July he was always on duty, and he, I think, like it was twenty twenty. That was the first year he did not have to pull a body out the water on Fourth of July. A dead body. So hey, no, nah, ours wasn't even ours wasn't even ours wasn't even a rescue case. It was a, a a drug bust. Oh, so y'all doing that shit out there? We didn't do none of that yeah. shit, man. I remember we was doing a boarding and niggas started. He lit the blunt up in front of us during the boarding. What? <laughs> exactly. And then somebody said, somebody said. Dude, that dude's badass. He just lit a cigarette right here, right in the middle of the boarding. And then they looked at him like, that was not a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> but Rayshon, you left out the part of your week when you became a white supremacist. Tell us about that. I don't know. What the fuck you talking about? You was, fu- you was fucking with the Elvis movie, right? It's the same shit. Did you see the Elvis movie? No, I ain't watched that shit. So it makes me a white supremacist for watching the Elvis movie. Explain. Hey, look, bro, I don't make the rules, bro. Explain. I just call it, I don't make the no, rules. No, 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 explain. You can't say no shit like that and ex- not explain why you feel this way. Because you went to see the Elvis. Explain. 
I can't lie. I don't know what you mean by that because I don't know what's wrong with Elvis. Did you see it before you saw Thor? Yes. Yeah. You a white supremacist. How? Because, bro. How is the movie? <laughs> yeah, you don't even have a reason. You just talking out your ass. But the movie was actually pretty good. It was just long. And did you know Elvis grew up around black people? Yeah, he and he did. acted black his whole life? Yeah, he stole rock and roll from black people. He didn't steal anything. He just mm. got popular because he was white. He was a pretty white boy. That's pretty valid. But you would know that if you watched the movie and started calling somebody a white supremacist all your life. I mean, hey, if you go and see the Elvis movie, especially you, having, when did Elvis die? Didn't that nigga die before he was born? What'd that mean? 77, I think. Yeah. White supremacy. How? How? You just saying shit at this point. <laughs> I mean, y'all not tell me how it's not. You not telling me how it is. Tell me how it's not. Tell me, tell me a video where Elvis Presley said the N word. All of them. Oh, I right, didn't exactly. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into Thor. How'd you feel about the Thor movie? I didn't like it. I thought Ragnarok was way better. Why didn't you like it, Rayshawn? <laughs> we got a podcast. Do you got to go a little bit more into detail? Then I didn't like it. Oh, so I got to go into detail about Thor, but you can't go into detail about I'm um, you know, white supremacist. Review, bro. Break down the topic. We're doing a movie review. We're not doing a fucking racist review. Okay, whatever. It wasn't funny. Every other scene had to um, please the rainbow people, the letter people. Oh, um, I didn't get it that. It was dry. What do you mean every other scene had to please the rainbow people? I didn't get I didn't take that from that movie. But they had to they had a line, ride the rainbow. Then they had another line with uh what's her name? Valkyrie had a girlfriend, Korg, to make a baby with him and his people. It has to be two dudes that hold hands for a month and some lava. Val um, Valkyrie been gay and the Bifrost has always been that color. So like what do you mean ride the rainbow? That was a line verbatim. In the movie, but they were talking about the Bifrost, right? I would assume, yeah. How is that gay? Maybe it is the same way that you're a white supremacist for watching Elvis. Anything else you got other than that? No. All right. Well, you're right. That that shit. I almost left that movie fucking 15 minutes into that shit. I'm not gonna fucking lie. That shit was pissing me off at the beginning. The first scene when they're like introducing gore and whatnot. I like that, except for the part where you, I'm, we're giving spoilers too, so spoiler alert. The part where he stabbed the god and he started bleeding gold, that shit pissed me the fuck off. Why? Because they're trying to make, Marvel is becoming too fucking childish. And all the jokes and shit that they try to make in that opening scene where with Thor and the Guardians, all that stupid shit. All those jokes, the fucking fight scene with Thor, it was just super fucking childish. And that shit was pissing me off. Like it this is, is a, a superhero movie. Superheroes are geared towards children. Maybe superheroes are geared towards children, but these movies have been out for like ten plus years. Most of the fans are adults, and these and they derive all the stories and shit from the comics from thirty, forty, fifty fucking years ago. 
like the majority of Marvel fans are adults. Like I can understand that they're trying to get like a new audience and like the younger crowd. That's why they're doing like maybe that's why they did the little childish in this and in Doctor Strange beginning of that movie it felt like a fucking kids Disney movie. And Miss Marvel, that's a hundred percent a kids show, like it's rated T V like Y seven or something. But at the same time, like this is Thor, an original character. You got to do the fans justice who've been sticking with Thor through those first movies. You feel me? Nah, because Chris Hemsworth didn't like his role as Thor when he first started out as Thor. He thought he was too serious and nobody would like him. So that's why he became funnier towards Ragnarok. And everybody loved Ragnarok. So that was the formula that they tried to use again. But this time it just didn't execute. I don't think this was the same formula. Because Ragnarok's actually funny. That was a movie for adults. This one is another kid's movie. And they brought in Christian Bale. He's a good fucking actor. There were some scenes... It's, just, it's like the exact same thing that happened in the Doctor Strange movie. Where they didn't know if they wanted to make it horror. Or keep it like, you know, for the kids and whatnot. So they were like teetering the line. And it just didn't work well. That's the same shit that happened with Gore. Because first, he was like, ooh, this evil bad guy... And then next day, you know, he gets with the kids after he kidnaps and whatnot. And it's supposed to be like a real, you know, scary-ish part. Didn't have to be like horror. But this nigga's in there telling jokes to the kids, bro. Like, what the fuck? In front of him. What joke did he tell? When he fucking pulled the thing out. The serpent. He... he killed it in front of them. And he was laughing and joking and shit. Like, it wasn't. It scared the crap out of them. It won't. A joke? He was trying to scare them kids. That man was He's laughing. trying to keep them in line. That man is laughing and smiling the whole time. To, and he's, to him, it's funny. But to the kids, it's not funny. They're horrified. That's not what that character is supposed to be. He's not a fucking insane, a maniac. He's been taken over by a fucking evil-ass sword spell shit. He's not the fucking Joker. He's gored. The God Butcher. This nigga's not supposed to... Be, I didn't want to see this nigga smile the whole movie. He in there making jokes. That shit pissed me the fuck off. This is another point where I was like, alright, bro, I might actually have to get up and leave. And I don't say it like how he killed Zeus so fucking fast. He's supposed to be the king of the gods. This nigga threw that fucking... He didn't kill him. He didn't kill... You know what I mean. I don't like how he got that shit off and they just let him walk out of there like that. Your name made Zeus all freaking feminine. I ain't like that at all either. How is he feminine? Dude was wearing a skirt, throwing his skirt around, talking all soft-toned and acting stupid the whole time. Like, he's not supposed to be Zeus. I ain't gonna lie. When he did that skirt shot, I thought that shit was kind of funny. Man. I was just like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? But it's not as bad as Doctor Strange. I think it's better than Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is way better. Why? I saw it yesterday before I watched Thor. Actually, after I watched Thor. And I have just a better time of watching Doctor Strange than watching Thor. Like, that movie was not funny. It was supposed to be a funny movie, but it wasn't funny. At least Doctor Strange wasn't trying to be funny. It was going towards that darker route. But you said this movie didn't know what it wanted to do. Whether they wanted to be funny or go that dark route. At least Doctor Strange committed to a route. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. What are you talking was... about? That is a horror movie. 
No, it, Nick, what's, what's the last horror movie that you saw? That shit was not horror. They tried to go there, but it did not work in any way, shape, or form. Every time they, it could have actually been horror. They didn't fucking show shit. They didn't show when Captain Marvel got her head chopped off. It's not a rated R movie. It's PG-13. It's certain things that you can do. Exactly. Horror movies aren't PG-13. It's so you're gonna... saying to be a full-on horror movie, you got to go all the way. You can't have horror movie aspects. You can't have a theme. You it's can... either absolute or not at all. I'm sure there's a way that they can teeter the line, but they tried to go like too far... They tried, like I said, they're teetering the line, but they were like leaning to horror a little more. But you can't do that without actually giving like the horror aspects. Like there was nothing. I didn't feel threatened by Wanda at any. Well, I ain't gonna say at any point, but at the beginning where she got trapped in like the other dimension and she was looking through the mirrors and the reflections and shit. I like that part, but that little chasing, I feel like that was bullshit. The fight scene when she fought the Illuminati was bullshit. Like, if you're going to try to make it, like, you don't have to do the head chopped off and shit, but, like, at least try to make it scary and don't do it for certain parts of the movie. Like, make it all the way through. At the beginning, it literally felt like I was watching, like, a kid's Disney movie. The Black Bolt blew his own brains out. Captain Marvel got cut in half by her own shield. Captain Marvel got crushed by a statue. And... Doctor Strange, not not what's his name? It's Fantastic. Got shredded into little bits. Xavier got his head ripped off. Well, ripped two different directions. He didn't feel threatened at all. They didn't show Doctor Xavier's like the aftermath. They did. Getting... I actually don't remember that part. But Black Bolt, that shit, that shit. Black Bolt was alright, but his. In reality, his head would have actually exploded. Not just like imploded with all the shit on the inside. Like his fucking skull moved and everything. When she got rid of his mouth, it just felt childish. Like, make it a little bit more gory. I did appreciate the fact that they... PG-13 movie. Exactly. So either make it a PG-13 movie, an action movie like all the other fucking Marvel movies... Or up the rating and make it a horror movie. It's not like Marvel hasn't done anything. They, they don't have any movies that are rated R or anything, but Daredevil, that's rated mature. Fucking Jessica Jones, all those Netflix shows, they went there with that. So if they could do yeah, it those there. Aren't movies. Those aren't if they could do it movies. there, they could do it to a movie. Like they're going to change the genre. Yes, you want to get a younger crowd. But on the other hand, you still want to please the other crowd that's an adult. Up the ratings for some of your movies if you're going to fucking down the rating for some of the other shit. Equality, that's what we're looking for, you know? You want to have them fucking making rock babies with two dads, then you know, give us a horror movie. Anything else for Thor? How'd you feel about the ending? What, where he adopted the guy's daughter? Yeah. I didn't care. I found it as a fun fact, though, that is actually his daughter in real life. Christian Bale's daughter? The actress, or the little girl, was Chris Hemsworth's daughter. 
That's fucking crazy. I did not know that. Did you know that fucking... <laughs> did you know that Iceman has cancer in real life? Who was Iceman? From Top Gun? No, I didn't. But I didn't really know who he was either. I don't know how I figured that shit out, but that shit is morbid. They gave this nigga cancer in the movie and killed him, and he has cancer in real life, too. That shit is kind of fucked up. He had to approve of that, though. What'd you say, Nick? I said he had to approve of that. (laughs) That don't make that shit any less morbid. Like, what the fuck? How's that morbid? Do you know what morbid means? Yeah, I know what morbid means. Because you have cancer in real life, and the character that you portray also has cancer that's morbid. And you die. Everybody dies anyways. And I ju- I think it's morbid. Some people definitely find that disturbing or unpleasant. Why? What do you mean, why? Why would some people I find mean, it that why? way? No, why do you find it that way? Why do I find it? Because I don't want to fucking play a movie where somebody, where the character dies from the same shit I got in real life. I just think for a bag, I bet you would. I mean, it depends how big that bag is. I do a lot of things for a bag. I mean, I bet you do it for a million dollars. I do it for a lot less than a million dollars. I bet you he did it for a million dollars. So it's still morbid that you would do it, even if you were doing it for money. Yes. That's crazy. Back to the Thor shit. The beginning, I really hated, but as the movie progressed, I liked it. More and more. And I really, I really like that. Except for the fact that, like, the nigga went through all that shit, killed mad gods. I hate the fucking choose love endings in every fucking movie and every story. That shit is corny and played out. They gotta stop doing that shit. Why? Because we've seen it for the past 100 million fucking years, and that's 90% of movies. Sometimes niggas gotta lose. And speaking of niggas losing... Stranger Things. Niggas lost in that shit. Do y'all watch that show? Absolutely not. Damn, y'all don't do shit, bro. Y'all don't watch shit. Well, Stranger Things this season. I don't know why you'd be so surprised. I'll tell you, I don't watch these things. You keep asking me, do I watch these things? Because, but I just feel like it's got to be something that you got to watch. Something, like at least one thing. And I just be. It's just no. You watch Grimm? What the fuck is Grimm? It's a TV show. About? Uh, it's a police detective who's a grim. Um, he sees things that other people can't see. People turn into, like, monsters in the face or whatever. Um, it's a very good show. It's got six seasons. I'm on season five right now. Yeah, you should probably watch it. It's really good. That kind of reminds me of Odd Thomas. Another really good fucking movie. This season, Stranger Things, I ain't gonna say it has the best story. But the cinematography is by far the best out of all of them. Like, the way everything is shot, the way the scenes look, it just looks fucking perfect. Just like the old man, the bear, and the boys. All other shows that look fucking perfect. The so when you man, watch shows and movies, do you look for what the scene looks like or what the scene is trying to portray? What do you mean by what the scene is trying to portray? The message, the theme, the story. The story? And both. But, like, the story... The story in Stranger Things, it's kind of... Yeah, I think... The so first you season, like Stranger Things because it looks good? No. Like the story is eh. 
you know, but because the other seasons, like the seasons before this, none of them looked the way this one did. They threw a fuck ton of money into this one, making it look good. But I just feel like the, the stories aren't bad. It's just, you can only do so much with a fucking story about kids running around fucking fighting monsters. It's just a little corny. But I feel like the first season of Stranger Things was definitely the best by far. I feel like that fucking season was fucking perfect. I might actually watch that shit again. But when you can tell when the cinematography is like fucking good in the show, because it's like you look at it and there is it cannot be ignored. You're looking at it like, wow, this shit looks fucking great. You can tell that people took their time and fucking put effort into the shit. Then you said they did the same thing with Morbius. But Morbius was hot ass because the story was bad. It just looked good. When I said Morbius looked cool, I didn't mean that the cinematography in it was great. I don't think the shit was fucking like a regular fucking movie. They didn't put that much effort into it. When I said it looked cool, it's just like trying to do like the special effects from when he's using his powers and shit in the fights. They try to make those look like, oh my god, he's like flying and doing like the vampire shit to his face. They put a lot of like, I guess they put a lot of effort in that. They tried to make that look cool on a budget. It pales in comparison to all the shows I just fucking named. They don't. Have, these shows don't have like a bunch of that shit. Like the bear. It's just regular people. Guy working in a restaurant. His fucking brother was a drug addict, died, and now he's trying to get it back on track. So they're not doing all that extra superhero shit. The old man is a fucking ex CIA agent. Who has like some guy from the Middle East trying to fucking kill him. That show is really fucking good. It's on Amazon. Highly recommend it. Stranger Things don't really got too much of them special effects besides the fucking monsters and shit. But they don't even see them that often. And the boys. That's Amazon. They got all the money in the world. So you know they just hire all the fucking best people. And it looks great. You talking about facts. You don't watch shit on Amazon. I watch a few things on Amazon. Don't ask you me what, but I, watched, I, I knew you were going to ask this that. This nigga said, don't watched. ask me what. <laughs> <laughs> I be forgetting what movies I be watching. You can't ask me what I ate for dinner two days ago. I couldn't tell you. I forget. Well, you must be watching shit movies then. Because the good no, movies you remember. Movies. It's not good I if you don't remember. Because it's not good. Well, it, they are good. If you eat some really good food, you remember what the fuck you ate, right? No. Not me. So you're just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> now you asked me what happened in Top Gun 2? I couldn't tell you right now. I don't even remember you. Oh, yeah, you did watch it. That's crazy. You just... All right, Sean, so you know like how Top Gun 2 looks, right? How the movie just like uh-huh. looks fucking great? Uh-huh. That's what I mean by like, good cinematography. Even though, like... That's not really saying much because that whole movie is like... 90% of it is, like, shot in the day, like, outside somewhere. So, it's not a whole bunch of variety. But Top Gun 2 is on that list of, like, great cinematography. Have you seen Blade Runner? Mm, no. I've heard of it, but I haven't. That movie. They won the Whenever year that came out, it won, like, a fucking Golden Globe or some shit for fucking best cinematography. That movie looks fucking great. I can just sit there... And look at it and not on mute. Just look at it. The story fucking sucks. 
But the story is, no, the story sucks, but the movie just looks great. I'm tired of talking. Y'all pick a different topic and say something. Y'all got me here feeling like I'm talking to my goddamn self. I didn't watch Thor. I ain't watched The Old Man. I ain't watched Elvis yet. I haven't even gotten a chance to watch You can ask questions, though, nigga. You don't got to sit there in silence. I ain't, I ain't watched none of these movies yet. But, moving on to the next topic. Have y'all seen the sentencing for Ghislaine Maxwell? I've seen it. Oh? Ghislaine Maxwell. You know the Jeffrey Epstein with the... Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, my fo- I don't know how to spell the bitch name. <laughs> I mean, we don't. <laughs> you're not spelling it. You're pronouncing it. Exactly. Pronouncing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did just tell us he was stupid, so it's all good. I get a pass. Exactly. Did you read the article? Yeah, she got a 20 year sentence, which is weird. Cause for what? How do you get a 20 year sentence for? Basically, in a short sum-up summary, having an island that has underage girls where millionaires and billionaires can fuck them. And R. Kelly, not saying what he did, not saying R. Kelly should get less of a sentence. She should get more of a sentence. But R. Kelly did less bad or at least equal it was at least equal like bad stuff like pissing on little girls locking them up raping them making them have abortions or have his kids like this is fucking sick twisted stuff so like they both should have me life in prison but it's also weird because you don't see this in the news at all exactly at all versus a white woman well, I mean, yeah, but still, I mean, race is still alive in America. I mean, racism is still alive in America. That that's not the problem. Though. The problem is the fact that this shit hasn't been in the major news media. That's wicked. They dead ass. I just don't understand. Do they they give her the Rico charge too? Because I feel like that should be a Rico too. They gave R. Kelly that shit. They need to give her that shit too. And a mean. whole ten extra years. For, gee, I, I just feel like the amount of money and people that they had, all including that shit, it definitely had to be a lot more little girls that they was fucking than R. Kelly. And she got 10 less years? Come on. Yeah. What you got to say about it, Rayshawn? Nothing. That's tough. But we do a podcast. You have to say something. That's that's tough. She got twenty years. That that's tough. Don't get caught next time, bruh. Nigga said, "Don't." I mean, he ain't wrong, but I mean, nigga ain't say, "Don't do that." (laughs) That's fucked up. This nigga just said, "Don't get caught next time." You know, he was on that goddamn mind with him too. Yeah, he was on there. Let me find out. You was in the Jeffrey Epstein up out of here. He's probably one of the kids on the island, to be honest. I'm sure they were underage girls. Do I look like an underage girl? Underage girls and Rayshawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all thought that was funny. Well, I mean, we both laughed. You the only nigga that didn't think it was. <laughs> Who's the oddball now? 
But anyway, I'm gonna list off some names that are affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein. Donald Trump, Chris Andrew, Bill Clinton. So that means Hillary was a part of it too. I mean, you can't can't tell me. Kevin Spacey. And Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker? Yes, bruh. I mean, he did. Yes. He was real good friends with Bill Clinton. Yes, bruh. I'm trying to see. The Prince of uh, Saudi Arabia. What the fuck? Elon Musk. MIT. So that's how Elon Musk was trying to repopulate the world? I guess that's so. That's the shit he was trying to get off? I guess so. Let's not say uh, Bill. Let's not forget about Bill Gates, too. Hey, and shout out to the, to the nigga who's fucking Bill Gates' daughter. City boy's up. Plus three billion. Oh, yeah. He, he black, too, ain't he? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's what put a culture right there. That's generate. I ain't gonna hold... That's generational yeah, wealth that's right reparations. there. That's our reparations right there. Bro, how many kids... I don't know how many kids Bill Gates got, but just imagine. Just imagine. They fucking inherit all that shit, and the next thing you know, they had a little mixed babies, and they mixed babies go and fuck some old black people, and the next thing you know, all the Bill Gates shit we got for the black community. And we want to come up, bro. That, that's dead-ass reparations right there. They, niggas, hmm. niggas will be thinking Kevin Gates related to Bill Gates in 30 years. I'm weak. Would y'all take one for the team? Like, you had that shot, would you just take one for the team and spend the rest of your life with her, even if you hated her? Yes. <laughs> 100%. That's a lot of money, bro. That nigga ain't even think about it. He said, yes, I need all $300 billion. That'd be, a, that'd, be a, that'd be the world's greatest actor. I'd say that. I wouldn't be acting. That's a lot of money. I'm going to be in love. I'll turn the goddamn... <laughs> I'm gonna be Chris Swimsworth after that shit. Shit. But back to um Elon Musk repopulating the world. Who topic was that? That was my topic, bro. Go ahead, give us, he, give us what you got uh, on that. Apparently, he had an affair with one of his top executives. Had twins, and he has a thing where like he wants to repopulate the world because he feels like there's not enough birth or something going on. I'm gonna read from an article. Give me one second. We definitely yeah, got so many dropped. people on this goddamn earth. And they Birth need to keep dropped. topping. There right. was a, uh, Inside reported this week that Musk had twins last November with Siobhan Zillis, a star in the AI world, a long-term colleague of Musk's at OpenAI and Tesla, and a current executive at Neuralink. The twins came to be in the news this week because of an April filling in Texas to change their last name to Musk. They were born hey, late November. Huh? You said hey, April what? Filing. My bad. Keep reading. They were born late November, a few weeks before Musk and Grimes had their second child. Uh, Musk hasn't technically confirmed the story, but he kind of confirmed the story, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. He tweeted he is... on a Thursday morning, a collapsing birth rate is the bigger danger civilization faces by far. So he, and his he Nick also Cannon tweeted... Bag. What? He's in his Nick Cannon bag. Yeah, I mean, he got the money to support right. all them kids. 
Man, shit, go ahead. It's more about the money to support the kids. So you have to actually like spend time with your kids, and, like be a father. I mean, yeah. yeah, but if you have more finances, then you can have more kids because you can take care of more kids. Like, yeah, a, like, like a big family, you need big finances. I mean, I get the fact that you should spend time with your kids. Don't get me wrong, but he can probably do it. He definitely can do it. Like he can, he can hang out with his kids way easier. Like maybe maybe he's in Spain for some business, but he can fly his kids out there. And now they can go to Spain and go fishing or some shit. Like it's not hard for him to to get that that quality time part that you're talking about. How many kids does he have? Nine. That we know. This of? man has nine kids by multiple women. Like you like you said, he yeah, he can fly them out or whatnot, but again, these kids also have like their own lives. Maybe they want to play sports, go got football games or whatnot. Yeah, kids are playing sports. One live in this part of the world, the other live in this part of the world. You can't be at both games at the same time. No, I'm pretty sure uh, it's only about like three or four different women, four max. I don't think it's I don't think it's that many different women. He can't be at three places at one time. I know that. That's still a lot. He got the money to hop on a jet. If his son's if his son's baseball practice on Saturday at eight a.m., he can be there at eight a.m. And if his daughter's ballerina recital at 5 p.m. in Virginia, he can be at her ballet recital in Virginia at 5 p.m. He got money, bro. Yeah. Like, why? You got a baseball practice at 8 a.m. You know, how, how long the practice be like two hours? Two, three hours? The whole time. Let's say two hours. Let's say two hours. And it's an eight hour flight. A six, six hour flight. Okay, eh? You can, he's not going to be able to be there for them kids as much as he should. Okay, well, shoot. He trying. Then again, he cannot keep having more. Exactly. He cannot be everywhere at once. And if you want to raise kids, you have to be there for your kids. And you can't be there for your kids if you have fucking 100 million different kids in different parts of the world. And them kids got to understand they got siblings too. Be not the only child. That don't change the fact that those kids are still not getting the quality time they need with their father. Because they can't understand they have siblings as well that also need time? Because you have to spend time with your kids to raise them properly. Telling them that I have other priorities makes them feel unimportant. But hey, I'm sorry, I can't go to your graduation. I gotta be over here with this kid for this. I'm like, oh, I guess you don't really give a fuck about me that much. And he's also running multi... He's also running more than one, like, multi-billion dollar companies. These kids gotta understand who he is and how fortunate they are to have him as their father. But they don't have him as their father. He's a fucking sperm donor because the nigga ain't gonna be able to show up for him when when they need them. Pretty sure he knows all his kids. I'm not gonna say I ain't say he didn't. It's the difference between not knowing your kids and just not showing up for your kids. Like fucking I was at break the other day, my coworker, his daughter was having a bad day or whatnot. Fucking one of them daughter was having a bad day. His wife called him, 
FaceTimed his daughter, talking to her, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. You know, that shit. Elon Musk got nine fucking kids and runs like two or three multi-billion dollar companies. That nigga go got time to do shit like that. That ain't my problem. I ain't his kid, so. Y'all talk about he has enough money to do this and that. Y'all know that parenting is about more than having money, right? Yeah, I understand. But a lot of parenting of making your kids happy other than spending time with them is having money and getting them not spoil not saying spoil them to death like any little thing they want but there's plenty of people out here who say like their kids for christmas might want a fucking atv or some shit Whatever, new xbox new ps5 his kids oh i want a ps5 all right that shit gonna be there and one hour dropped with a drone Ain't you the same nigga to say money came by happiness? I understand that. Ain't you that same nigga? Money so can't how, buy... how does that not apply here? Yo, my, yo you just turned into a robot, nigga. What the fuck did you just say? Did you understand that, Rayshawn? No. Bro, you just turned your shit froze. You turned into a robot. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but you good now. Say what you were saying. Right, I was gonna say it depends on what aspects of like happiness you're talking about and what areas. Like if you're talking about people, like only if if you're getting happiness from people on that side, money can't buy back people. No, but if you're talking about friends in terms of like vacationing, having just a better overall lifestyle, money brings that, which. It's not necessarily the physical money paper it gives you, but it's the experience out of life. So if, let's just say everything was fucking free. Money wouldn't matter. Because you can get the experience shit for free. That brings so you happy. So say you probably say you've only seen your dad six times your whole life. That nigga sent you a fat ass check every other week. You okay with that? There's a part of me that's going to be like, damn, I really wish I had a lot of time with my dad. Like, I don't have this relationship with my dad that other people have. But, like... You understand? The other shit of, oh, damn, I don't see my dad. And I can't go to these places that I want to go to. Like, damn, my life sucks. Like, oh, okay, my life semi-sucks because I haven't had a relationship with my dad. It don't change everything. But it helps out. And they're so seeing Rich, their dad more than six times in their life. They're seeing him at least probably you do 20 times that. a year. Yes, they you are, bro. You don't know yes, that. Yes, they are, bro. Yes, they you are. You know this? Why are you assuming the worst out of Elon Musk right now? I'm not assuming the worst. How am you I assuming are. the You're worst? Saying, you, you, painly, you, ba- you paint a picture of him being a deadbeat dad because he has multiple children and he's Elon Musk. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying that he cannot That's be the best dad like. he could be when he has a whole bunch of different kids in different places. I'm not saying he's a deadbeat, but you cannot be the best father that you can be if you can't be there for your kids when you need them to be there. Or when they so need some you of them to be kids, there. For some of them kids, he's going to be a deadbeat because he can't be I there didn't for say them that. when they need you put them. putting words in my life. putting words in my mouth. I didn't say that. That's what you're painting. For some of those kids, he's not going to be the best father that he could possibly be. But he's That's being the best father that being the best father that he can be that he can actually be that allows him to be he's a fucking billionaire so 
bro. You ain't get your I, shit together, Nick. But while your shit fucking up, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to Rayshawn. So Rayshawn, you saying that they just gotta understand the fact that he's a fucking billionaire. He got kids in a different places. They just gotta live with that. I mean, yeah, kind of. So they don't get to like feel upset or mad about that. They can feel how they want to feel, but at the end of the day, they gotta understand their father is Elon Musk, a billionaire who's a busy person who has other kids. He got stuff he got to do too. He can't be there for them 100% all the time. They got to understand that. So when your parents got divorced, how did you feel about that? I didn't really understand what was happening until my later years. But now that I do understand, I'm like, oh, okay, this happened. I got to understand. At the time, how did you feel? I didn't understand what was going on. So I didn't know. How old were you? How old was I? Yeah. I was like, 12 i think he, he was 12 years old and he didn't understand what was happening what do you mean when you say you didn't understand i didn't understand what was happening i wasn't looking into that stuff i just thought oh my dad moved out okay he, he just went about now. your day oh, yeah basically i think that's kind of i can't get my i can't get my point off now you a different breed call me but what you, you want to you said what call me what you want to but usually when people's parents get divorced or whatnot, the kids, like, they be sad and shit. They be like, oh, wow, my parents are breaking up. Like, do they not, like, since they don't want to stay together for us, like, they don't want to love us anymore and shit like that. What I'm basically trying to say is, like, yeah, that, you're right. They got to live with that. But the kids are still going to feel the way they feel. Like, they just can't, like, stop their emotions on command like that. So, so it's a. Go ahead, Nick. Let me ask you this. What's the difference in a father who has to work five, 12 hour shifts a week and doesn't have enough time to spend with his kids compared to Elon Musk? $300 billion? So you're saying 300 billion exactly? So this nigga can't afford. The kids are still gonna. These people are still going to feel. These kids are still going to feel the same way though. Okay, but there's no difference. Like this happens every day. Yeah, it's not like a. There's there's no. Does that make it right? I didn't say that. The father to go to work. So. To support his family. What are you talking about, Rishon? You saying does that make it right? Like the father is not supposed to work to support his family. Like the father is supposed to be at home with his kids all the time. That's what I'm getting out of this. You're supposed to be there for the kids 100 percent of the time. My point is, your kids want you to be there. Yeah, but life. If you are not there, they're going to feel away. But adult shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah, but you can't have. You can't say putting. Having nine kids by three plus different baby mamas is not life happening. Yes, it is. That means he just fucking. That is completely in your control. That's not life happening. Life happening is, oh, somebody hit you by a fucking tractor trailer when you're on the highway. That's life happening. This shit is 100% in his control. How many times have you had sex? More than 10? How the fuck is that important? Uh, More than 10? Yes. All right, then. So you can have nine kids. 
that is, having those kids is a conscious choice that you're making. Life happening it's, is something. But maybe, but what about this? Life happening is giving the illusion that you had no control over the situation. But what about but what about this? Let's just say, let's just throw it out there. Maybe he's one of those. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe he's one of those Christian people that don't believe in abortion. Oh, they all got pregnant. What now? Life happens in his eyes. That's the control. Stop nutting, bitches. You don't want them to get fucking pregnant. Well, life about. happens. Life happens. That's not life happening. You, you made a conscious choice to bust in a bitch. That's not life happening. That was your decision. You made that. It's not like his brain fucking went dead and he just did the shit. And oh shit, I got a kid now. That's not how it happens. You're about to bust a nut and you're like, you're thinking like, damn, this shit feel good. I'm not about to pull out. That's just decision. Like I said earlier, life happening is like getting hit by a tractor trailer while you're on the highway. And now you're fucking paralyzed for the rest of your life. That's life happening. You just gotta deal with that. But he has control. He has complete and utter control over this situation. All I'm saying is there's no difference. This man has, this man has so much money that he can fly out his kids, put them, first of all, let's get this straight. If he wants to homeschool his kids, he can homeschool them while they're still involved in school activities to play sports. Let's get that straight right now. Second, if the kids are homeschooled, they can literally do homework from anywhere. All right. So he flies them out. Then he flies them out. Like he he can manage more as a billionaire than the father who's working twelve hour shifts five days a week. He's definitely he can definitely manage more than that. Money's not an issue. Are we saying this guy, this father, is like working five, twelve hour shifts a week? What does he just have like one kid? Or he got nine kids too? He might he might have three. He might have three kids. By different baby mamas from the same household. Yeah, different. It don't matter. It's it's all the same. It 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 does matter. Why? Because even then, if he's sitting there working twelve hour shifts. You still he's not spending a whole bunch of time with his kids. Elon Musk, they have to fucking spend time on flights, all that. We're not talking about like what is we're talking about the thing Elon Musk has different kids and these different spots there is absolutely no way that he is always going to be able to be there for them when they need and want him to be there let me ask you this has your mom I'm just sure trying to try his best though just because yeah. he's trying his best that doesn't mean that your best isn't always good enough that's things that people people love that I tried my best shit. That does not mean that that's good enough. Sometimes Would you rather me try my best and not try it all? You personally. Would you rather me try my best and not try it all? Try your best. But your best. But then you're going to be the same person to say, oh, the best wasn't good enough. Exactly. That's fucked up. How? That's fucked up. Because if somebody's trying their best, they're trying their best. What's You're not acknowledging your, the fact that I'm uh, trying. You have a higher standard than what I can give you, but at least I'm trying to get there for you. And you're saying, oh, that's not good enough. I might as well just not even try if it's not even going to please you at the end of the day. So, I'm going to bring it back to Stranger Things. <laughs> so, bring it all the way back there. Because at the end of the season, at the end of the season, 
They was fighting the monster or whatever. Eleven had to go fight the monster to save her friend who was about to get killed. Eleven tried her best. Her friend is still dead. What difference did that make? She tried her best. She's still fucking dead. So what you tried your best? Your best was not good enough. She tried her Try best. Harder. The best is always No, the best doesn't always have to come perfect. That's 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 perfect. Cool. It has to be good enough. It's a big difference between perfect and good enough. Bruh. And Elon Musk has enough contest $300 billion. Money equals power. You have enough. He has enough power over his life where he can achieve good enough. I'm pretty sure he has, but. But he has also made decisions, his own personal decisions, that made it so where he may or may not be able to actually achieve that good enough. Well, if he's conscious of his own decisions, I think he knows he has nine children. So he's going to be there for his nine children that he knows he has. It's not like, oh, I didn't know I had this person. I'm not going to be there for him. He knows he has kids. He knows he has to be a father. I'm not going to, I'm not Elon Musk, so I don't know what he's thinking right now about these kids, but as an optimist, I'm assuming he's going to be the best father he can be for his kids. I'm assuming that too, but like I said. But you're assuming the worst at the same time. How am I assuming the worst? He's not going to be there for all those kids. He has nine kids. He can't be there for all of them. I never said he is not going to be there for all those kids. He is not going to try his best. What I'm saying is you keep having all these kids. Yes. And you keep having all these kids. You're making it exceedingly, exceedingly more difficult. Like he just had fucking, he had three kids like a fucking month apart. They're all going to graduate high school. Around the apart. same time, most likely. Ain't gonna be on the same day. Yes. A month apart, two different women. When fucking them twins he was talking about, that lady was pregnant the same times Grimes was pregnant with fucking whatever the fuck they named that little nigga. They're like a fucking month apart. They're going to graduate high school at the same time. He cannot be at both graduations at the same time. They're not gonna happen on the same date, more than likely. If they go to college, it damn sure is. They gotta understand, their dad can't be everywhere at one time. Bro, most colleges graduate on the same fucking day. No, they don't. I'm gonna Google this shit right now, because they damn sure do. If they do, then shit, they gotta understand their dad can't be there every single time. At that age, you should be an adult, and you should realize that. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they're not going to want them there. And he's, at some point, he's either gonna have to choose to be there for one of them or not be there for any of them and they're going to do that and like damn i guess he fuck with old boy more than he fuck with me and they're going to damn. feel that damn that's crazy but i still got 300 million dollars in my bank so i'm just gonna go to abisa and go ahead and party do whatever and it don't matter y'all keep saying like this money shit he's trying his best that shit does not change the fact that those kids they're going to know that, like, oh, my father got his kids. It is what it is. I'm talking about the kids got to understand at a certain age, at a certain point, that they're not the only child. There are other children involved, too. 
if I'm one person with multiple kids, I can't be there for all of them all the time. The kids got to understand that. If they don't understand that, then that's a personal problem for the kids. Rashawn, what was the time in your life where you, like, was feeling fucked up emotionally? About seven years ago. What happened? Heartbreak. Why was your heart broken? Because a girl that was my girlfriend broke up with me. Why does she... Bro, am I going to ask you like every question that you're going to tell the story? We were having communication issues. We broke up. I was heartbroken. But you knew why y'all broke up, right? Yeah. You were still heartbroken, right? Yeah. That's my fucking point. These kids know what the situation is. That's not going to change how they fucking feel about it. No matter how much they fucking understand. Yeah, well, I'd rather be sad and, and rich than sad and broke. So, Would you rather be broke with a family or rich and alone? That is ass with that one. Hell no. <laughs> That's a hard one. Like, how alone? Like, just you? Because I... Because it's hard. Because if you're saying... Alone only means one thing. If it's just you, that means you got issues. That means, anyway, that means you got problems. All right, bro. All right, Mr. Semantics, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know you ain't calling me Mr. Semantics. You be asking, well, does the father have three kids? Does he have one kid? <laughs> does a nigga eat cereal before he leaves? Or does he heat up for breakfast? <laughs> Y'all get... So, Rayshawn, do you get what I'm trying to say now? I understood the whole time you were trying to say. I don't think you did, because you were trying to make I yourself something Elon Musk out to be a bad guy, and I don't know Elon Musk. He could be the greatest guy in the world. All I'm saying is he's making it exceedingly difficult for him to fucking spend some quality time with his children. Well, that's his problem. You don't know that. Yes, I do know that. So you keep don't. having more and more kids. The more kids you have, the more difficult it is. You don't know well, his availability, his relationship with these kids, relationship with the mothers of these kids. You don't know none of that. The you more you know kid... what the media tells you. Nigga! <laughs> this is basic like science and math. The more and more kids you have, the more and more people that you should spend time with. And you still have the same 24 hours in a day. The time you have doesn't change whatsoever, but you're giving yourself more and more responsibility. And kids ain't just a, it ain't a, oh, I'll go fuck with the kids this day. Well, I'll be a father this day. That's a job, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. It is for him. That nigga running a whole other company. That nigga has a whole basketball team. And he got a whole basketball team worth of kids too. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's my point though. The nigga guy. Let's just recap. What was your point for this whole conversation? That he's not uh, pretty much a bad father. He's going to be the best father he can be. For the situation that has happened, for the situation that has happened, he's going to be the best father that he can be. Now, if he wants to be the best father which he can be, which I'm sure most fathers try to be the best father they can be. I think most people who have kids try to be the best parents they can be. Now, do they fuck up? Yeah. That shit happens. There's no book to parenting. 
Like shit, like I, I had to realize that. Like, cool. Shit happened where maybe I didn't get to spend the time that I wanted to, that I think I should have spent with my parents. But shit happens. There's no book, there's no book to parenting. And I had my parents around 24-7. So whatever you're doing, whatever you're dealing with as a kid, as a child, you're always pretty much gonna have something. So whether it's you feel like your father isn't there at all, or you feel like you haven't spent enough time with your parents, or your parents have spent enough, whatever it is, it is what it is. And as a person, you have to move on. You can't just keep looking back on that. Okay, cool. That didn't happen. All right. What if his kids get grown in 18? These niggas ain't got to go to college. They can go run another business of his. They can be a business partner. Now they got 30 more years. I don't know how old Alon is. He's probably 50-something. He got at least 20 more years that they can enjoy with their, with their father. All them niggas can have their own company, matter of fact. You get a company. You get a company. You get a company. So you really just try to get that off. I'm just saying. See, no, because watch this. See, I thought it was about to end this conversation, but watch this right here. <laughs> How, you're right. There is no... Well, actually, there is, like, books for parenting where you can't yeah, learn how to be a good parent and shit, but I understand. Ain't no, ain't no one way to do it right or whatnot, but um, when do you get to stop using that excuse? Of what? Like, you can't just keep Ain't no rule book for parenting on kids seven, eight, and nine. You have six kids for just you. You're supposed to figure this shit out by then. Depends on what you talk. Exactly. About. What do you mean? I'm talking I mean, about you can't. Yo, if my parents see, I understand that I was my mom's first child. She had to figure this shit out with me. But if I'm this nigga's ninth kid. Nigga, you've been through this shit eight other times and you still fucking up? You keep having kids? At some point, and I'm not saying that Elon is fucking up. I'm just saying that at some point, that excuse, you gotta toss that shit out the window. That shit don't apply on kid 789. I mean, every kid is different. What you might do to one kid, you don't have to do to another, vice versa. Yeah, you know that by the time you get to your sixth motherfucking kid. Well, yeah, I don't. You know can't just parent. fucking ain't no rule book for parenting, but you fucking nine kids in, nigga. Yeah, you got well, skin mean, in the game. That's, that's like playing nine. Se- <laughs> it's like playing nine seasons of basketball. You still don't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, all I know is he not my dad. If he was my dad, I would not be making shit money right now. First of all. Second of all, I'd probably be in fucking Spain or something, relaxing. But I don't have no daddy problems. So it ain't my issue. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We know, it ain't your, we know it ain't your issue. We do a podcast. We just talk about the shit to talk about it. I ain't gonna say we just talk about the shit to talk about it. We talk about the shit to get a bag. I'm trying to get paid. Hmm. But, uh, last, see, and another thing, you know what? No, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> you know, yeah, sometimes, sometimes your best ain't good enough. So you got to do better. I don't agree with that, but we're going to leave that at that. So, Nick, 
if anybody should agree with it, I feel like it should be you. What? Because I feel like, you know, you was fat. You was fat as fuck, right? All right. People telling you you need to lose weight. All right. At some point, you felt like you were doing your best, right? No, I won't try it at all, nigga. At that point in time, when I didn't I know. <laughs> you, can't you, me, you, you can't use me an example. So you telling you me care. that's not true? I mean, because you used, used to piss me off. I used to call you fat. You used to get mad as fuck, Bruh, There's a certain point of there's a certain point of I care enough to lose this weight, and a certain point of oh. Okay, like, all right, I'm fat, whatever. Also, I was still, like, in my baby fat. Like, a lot of niggas peaked in high school. I didn't peak in high school. I did not peak in high school. A lot of niggas peak in high school. I did not peak in high school. Then they fell off. My my point is, at some point, so you're telling me you ain't never trying to lose weight until you actually lost all that shit? Yeah, if I'm being honest. So, did you ever get to the point where you felt like you were trying your best to lose weight and it just wasn't happening? Or you just went never, straight I through, really, lost that I shit, really, dropped it off. No, I never really tried to lose. The times that I have talking about actually like gave my best to lose weight, it happened. Like when I right. tried, it has happened. Sorry, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. Right, so up. you started lifting weights, right? You, I saw what? You started lifting weights, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you try to first get that bar run, you know, bench press at 135, you couldn't do it, right? You talking about... You know, you try to go... You know, you know, like, you tried to go for a max, and you couldn't hit it, right? Yeah. You failed. Yeah. And that was your best, though, right? Yeah. At that time. Exactly. And it won't good enough. That's what I say. Some Look, that's what I mean right there. Sometimes your best ain't good enough, and you got to do better. That's not doing better. That's trying to get a max. That's, all right, I'm giving my all. But you did better, and eventually you hit it, right? You can work up to it. That's different. All right, then. That's doing better. That's my point. On to the next topic. Brent Fayez. Rayshawn, you fucking with the no, album? No, no, no. We're not, we're not going to the next topic. No. No. Well, no. Let's get to the next topic like that. No. That's not happening. <laughs> if somebody says they're trying their best on something, for that time with it being whatever it is, that being the best, whether it's I'm trying my best at, I don't know, coding, I'm trying my best at reading a book and comprehending it, I'm trying my best at troubleshooting this engine, this whatever it might be, I'm trying my best at life. They're trying their best. Now, during that time, that's what they would call as their best. Now, can you get better? Yeah. But if all the knowledge I know is at my best, and that's what I know now in 2020, but in 2021, a year later, I have all this knowledge, and now I'm trying my best, and my best now is better than my best before, it's still your best. You still gave all that you could give. If I pass out from doing, if I, if I work up trying to run a marathon, right, in 2020, and I can only run five miles, and I can only run five miles without passing out, I gave my best. Now, and you, and you know the difference up. between the past best and the current best? You got to train. One of them is good enough. No. That makes no sense. Yes. 
There's no such thing as How, you just said the marathon. If you fucking pass out, don't make it. You're not good enough. But then you train and you complete the marathon, then you're you did your best then. That's good enough. That was your best for that time. You I, gave your you best. People, not, talking about, not talking about is it good bro. enough. When you're talking about you gave your best, that's not saying, oh, is this good enough? No. Fuck if it's good enough for you. It was my best at that time. That's what that means. I agree. That's what that's exactly what that means. It's not is it good enough? It's I gave my best for what I had in my tank. I gave it my best. And now sometimes your best is not good enough. No. So your best is always good enough? For for you, there is no good enough. There is no good enough when you're trying your best. If you're if you're straight out trying your best, if I if I if I train for this marathon and I run five miles, and five miles is my max. And my and I literally cannot run no more. That was my best. That was my best. Is it good enough for you? I don't care. It doesn't matter if it's good enough. What was it's that example you just gave? What if I run a marathon? I, yeah, so leg? you have a goal you're trying to complete, right? Yes. So your best is not good enough to achieve that goal. But good enough for who? For you? You had a goal set, so it's not good enough for you. Even though you tried your best, you did not achieve your goal. That's your goal. But you still gave your best. But your goal is still not achieved. So what do you call that? But you still gave your best. In route to getting to whatever, let's say, goal you're going to, I don't know whether it's 30 miles you want to run, in that time, you're giving your best all you can. That's what you, giving your best is doing the maximum amount you can do in order to achieve that goal. So whether it's day one, if you can lift up 100 pounds, all right, I gave my best. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's not. It's not what I know that I can hit. Maybe I know in a year I can hit 200 pounds. I can bench 200 pounds. But right now, right in this second, that was my best. All right, so maybe 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 we need to break down best. What does best mean? Effort. Maximum effort you can possibly give in that time. In that time. Okay. <laughs> you know, semantics, man, again. That's no, no, that's what it means. Don't actually... <laughs> that's what it means. So of the most excellent, effective, or desirable type of quality. So if you fucking have a goal, you say you don't achieve your goal, but eventually you do, then that previous what you said was your best is not your best to the that highest is your degree at that time to the highest degree or most i just don't what now what, what, you're, saying, I get what you're saying there's you you can't limit yourself like okay that's I exactly gave... what you're doing by saying something is your best you tell somebody that it's okay you did your best they're going to get complacent no that doesn't mean you have to get complacent if i go run a fucking mile and it's eight minutes. Oh, I gave my best today. But in a month, if I run a mile and it's six minutes, oh, I gave my best. It's still your best. That's what Man, you if I be at work and these mess cooks not washing the dishes the right way, them shit's still dirty. What are we supposed to tell them they did their best? It's okay. No, nigga, this is not good enough. Get back in the lab. <laughs> clean this shit up. I mean, it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about clean something, if you're talking about in an aspect of like fucking cleaner or something like that, keep scrubbing it. So, I mean, but that so, applies. That applies to every goal. 
No, because you can because that's different. That's different. That's something you can change right now. A nigga who is 300 pounds and can only run 0.25 miles without passing, and he passes out at 0.25, what is he doing? Giving his best. He can't, he literally cannot physically do any more. His body would not allow him. Now, if you're talking about cleaning, nah, you're going to keep cleaning. You're going to keep cleaning till it's clean. That's different. It's not no giving your best. It's going, you're going to keep, your best is getting the plate clean. I know you can do it. I got the chemicals for you. You can get it clean. Because you have all the time in the world to get it clean. So what's the term or phrase to use when like you're trying your best, but you still can't achieve your goal? I try my best, but I know this isn't the, the ceiling for me. What the fuck else? Do you, what the fuck else is it? I try my best, but we going. You know. I can keep going. So you basically just changed my words around and said failure. <laughs> what the fuck is that nigga? This nigga just yelled failure. <laughs> so I think that was the right word. If that's failure, then like, then your best is not. I don't understand. Like, what do y'all have against the term? What do y'all have against about like not being good enough? Because it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I don't know, Rayshawn. Maybe I'm tripping. It just don't make sense. No, I don't got nothing against it. It's just like, look, bro, I'm trying. You got to understand that to a degree. <laughs> yeah, I'm failing. Cool. But at least the effort is being put forth. You got to acknowledge that effort at least. To the, I mean, my yeah. best effort possible. My best effort in this time possible. But like the example that Nick gave where a 300 pound dude runs a quarter of a mile, giving his absolute best, then. Can you really say he's a failure if he physically can't anymore versus the guy who's washing a dish who just said, fuck it, I'm done. It, it is what it is. There's a difference between trying There's your two best two different scenarios. My point applies to any and every goal. Like my thing, like I'm trying to say, I feel like there's being, there's a negative connotation being put on like the good enough thing. And it doesn't have to be negative. Like y'all said earlier, like, that's life. Fucking, you're not Yo, good enough at that time. He said You said shit. what? He said that. I didn't say nothing. Well. <laughs> I agree with both y'all in that sense where you're saying your best can't be good enough all the time. And I also agree with Nick saying my best is good for this time. But just to say as an absolute, your best is not good enough, I don't agree with. I'm not saying it's an absolute. I'm saying, like, when it's not good enough, it's not good enough. Like, if your goal. But you got to also add for the time. I don't think that's necessary. Because, like, if you're, you're speaking about. Why is that no, not necessary? You're speaking about the goal. Because you're speaking about the goal in context. If I try to jump and get, like, a five foot vert right now, I tried my best. It wasn't good enough. I guess I got to keep trying. For the time, period. For the time being, it's not good enough. Give yourself some time, you will achieve that goal. Why is it important to say for the time being? Because if you say for the Why time being. You're giving yourself room to expand. Exactly. Some people, if you tell them, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, fuck it. I might as well just quit then. I don't have the effort to drive the motivation to get there. I might as well just not try. But 
Give, I was thinking of this example the whole time. I was thinking about the NBA championships, right? The two best teams go headed head for the chip, right? The team that lost, they weren't good enough to win. But hey, be like, you gave it your all this time. Next time, do better. Is that better than saying, oh, you're not good enough? I mean, yeah, I guess it's better than saying, just saying. First of all, don't use it in that tone of voice or whatnot. Blah, blah, that's, blah. That's, that's the tone that you were using. I'm just Bro, matching your energy versus his energy. I'm not using no tone. I'm just having the conversation. What I'm saying is sometimes, like, they didn't win the chip. All right. It sucks. Y'all weren't good enough. Got to go back, try again next year. I yeah, feel like but... it's not my responsibility to make sure that person gets their motivation. What I'm saying is, okay, you went and tried. And I think that's where it's getting tried twisted, what? too. Tried what? Y'all tried saying what? this like I'm tried giving what? Tried yeah. what? Tried what I'm what? saying is, we're tried not what? talking to anybody in this situation. So y'all trying to make it seem like I'm fucking trying to make somebody, like, put them down. No. I'm speaking like this and not trying to give, like, that motivation. Because we're not talking to anybody. I'm not saying anybody's not good enough. But I'm saying, I'm saying it out of context. Like, in context, yeah, you're going to tell the person whatever, whatever. But when you're looking at it from outside the situation, you're talking about, like, okay, them niggas didn't win the chip. They weren't good enough. Why do I have to sit here and say, for the moment, it's not my responsibility to make sure they get the motivation they need to try again. Like you said, I feel like if I tell somebody they're not good enough and they feel like, oh, well, I might as well not try. I might as well quit. And that just proves my point even further. You damn sure ain't good enough because you can't even find the motivation in yourself to do it. Why are you even trying in the first place? Because some people can't handle blind scene. dialogue. Some people got to be catered to. It depends on what, how you say something rather than what you're saying. Well, whose responsibility is that? Because it damn sure ain't my responsibility to make sure people are talked to the way they want to be talked to. Actually, that's you said crazy. what? <laughs> but you How can do your part to make that better, can't you? To make what better? How people feel the way people talk to each other. I damn sure can, but it's not my responsibility. Like I feel like, and then Man, that's crazy, bro. That's real crazy. Because in one of these past episodes, you was getting on me about that dude shooting his girlfriend, and I was putting negativity. But you was like. This is not. You the see same a, thing. a family. Uh, uh, it is. It is. If you see somebody doing something, it was Father's Day. You see a people posting nice things on Father's Day. You should repost it to spread the positivity. But you're saying right now it's not my responsibility to talk to people nicer, or it's not my responsibility to make somebody feel motivated to do something. If you have to drive your motivation from the way someone else makes you feel, then it's clipped from the beginning. Because then, like, whatever you're doing, it's built on, like, false foundations. Like, as soon as those people move, then your whole shit collapses. If you're trying to do something that lasts, you have to drive that motivation from yourself. Just like this podcast, if we only did this because people are telling us it's... Like, when we first did it, People are telling us, oh, yeah, it was funny. It's great, blah, blah, blah. From the first couple episodes, ain't nobody hitting my phone about this goddamn podcast. And I didn't stop doing it. But if that motivation drove me to do this, this podcast is still not, would not still be happening. But I drive that motivation from myself. 
So it's unwavering no matter what people think. That's interesting because uh, I'm the same way, to be honest with you. I believe in finding your own motivation to do something. But at the same time, I realize that some people need a little nudge before they can find their own motivation to do something. Case in point, I got an example. I'm not going to say no names of this example. I'm not going to give an example. There's a, a boy and there's a girl. And there's me, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the gym for me and I'm getting good in the gym and I bring this girl with me to the gym and she finds her own motivation through going with me, but there's also this guy who also goes with me, but he still hasn't found his own motivation. You know what I'm saying? She found her motivation to go by herself with going with me. She felt comfortable going to the gym. But this guy has gone to the gym with me also, but he hasn't found his own motivation to go by himself. He only goes when I go. So now she's motivated herself to go, but he's still not. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna hold you. That was a fucking great... Hey, clap for the fan. That was a great example right there. I see, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's good and all, but um, that was a good example. What, what, yeah. what was your point from that example, though? Like, he, you know, that, that, he, he, you said that you got to find your own motivation, but you also said it's not your responsibility to help somebody find their motivation or whatever. If they don't have it from the jump, it's clips. And I'm saying oh, yeah. you can help somebody find their motivation. You just got to put forth effort. What did I say is to you as a person. Oh, what say to me as a person? What what is that? What does that say to you as a person? I think that's selfish. I said, what does what say to me as a person? You said the same thing that you said like, first. What like what I'm trying to say, what is that? How does that make you look as a person? I think that's what I'm trying to say. How does what that you don't want to that you said it's not your responsibility for some to do something for anybody else. I guess what he's trying to say. Yeah. How does it make me look as a person? I think make look, look make you look like a dickhead. That's what make me look make you look. What 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 do you think about that, Rayshon? How does that make me look as a person? That you don't care for anybody else but yourself. To be honest. Do you think that? Do I think that? Yes. Not all the time, but sometimes <laughs> I get that energy. Do you think that, Nick? I mean, I know you as a person. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're, I don't think you're selfish, but if you're telling me that you wouldn't help somebody else find a little bit of motivation to help them keep going, regardless of what it is. No, I wouldn't say that's not him. He should say it's not his responsibility to do it. That's not saying he wouldn't do it. He just but said it's not like his responsibility. A, I feel like as a person, that's, that should be your responsibility. I feel like as a person, you should help other people. It doesn't have to be monetarily. You think I help other people, Rayshawn? Yeah. All the time. It's not the nicest way, but yeah. <laughs> hey, look. My thing is like, you only gonna get so much out of me. Like you in any situation, like I'm not the guy that you go to to like get yourself out of a rut or like to help like find motivation. You gotta meet me like halfway. Cause like I'm gonna try to help you. If you in a rut or something, you need some motivation, like you just going through something real quick. 
then I'm gonna help you, like initially, but you gotta meet me halfway. And like if I, I'm not gonna yeah, try half, my. What's the halfway point? You gotta explain to me what the halfway point. I have to like see progress. Like, just like one of our friends broke up with his girl, I tried to help him. I was like, yeah, dog, you just gonna have to like get past that shit or whatever. But for real, for you know, he just broke up, still feeling emotional. He just wanted to rant. I'm not that guy you go rant to. I'm the guy like, all right, you ready to work? Now let's go do this shit. I'm going to meet you like, you got to get through the beginning. Say like you're trying to run a mile. You got to get through that first quarter mile, and I'm going to get you through that other three quarters. You feel me? So you like opposite you. to what I am, I guess. And everybody's different. I mean, I like, like, you're not the person that gives the boost. You're the person that, all right, you got your boost. You found it. You found motivation personally. Now I'm going to say if you need any more motivation. I'm not going to help you find the motivation point. But on the incline, right before you get to that incline, I will help you. When I see you on a, on a, a, a plateau, all right, you started. Now you got to hit the incline. All right, let me help you with the incline. I'm more the person that. All right, bro. You had the plateau. You need a rant. You can rant. We can talk. We can talk. I'm all ears all the time. Now, what's the solution? I'm kind of like all the way. It's like, okay, you need you need motivation for the for the starting point. All right, I got you. Now, what are you gonna do to fix that? Okay, now let's do it. I didn't get that at all from what he said. I saw it as you gotta try to you gotta at least try for me to help you. If you're not trying at first, then you on your own. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm going to sit there with you again and be like, all right, it's a marathon here that you got to do. Start the marathon. And I'm going to stand there and look at you. And if you don't start, nigga, I'm not going to fucking... Yeah, I can see that. I'm not going to start unless you start. Yeah. Now, I'm the type of person that would say we had the marathon and they say start. I'm going to start jogging a little bit. I'm going to look back I'm like, nigga, start running. Fourth of the way through. Yeah, and if you don't come, I'm like, all right, bro. Like, that's on you. This is the last like example I'm gonna give. Remember, we was in boot camp and we had to like run a mile and a half around the track. Yeah, and you know it was the fast niggas who was just gone, and then you know it's the middle niggas who was doing who was doing like the 11 minute, 10 minute pace. And then you got the ones that struggling in the back. You said, hold on. 11, 10 minute pace. Yeah, but they're going to finish in like an 11 or 10 minutes. I thought that's regular pace. I mean, yeah, that's like regular. I said, you got the fast niggas. You, you got the regular, like uh, 11, 10. That's like regular. And then you got the people that slow. It's going to finish at 1249. Yeah. <laughs> and the limit is 1250. <laughs> I'm not. Them people in the back going to get lapped. I'm not saying shit to people that's getting lapped. But if, like, you know how, like, you might get the same pace as somebody y'all, like, basically running together? You see them start to slow down. I'm like, nah, bro, come on. We got to keep going. Don't slow down now. We going. But them people that's in the back getting lapped, that's tough. See, I'm the type of person to go to the back. Now, in boot camp, I ain't going to the back. <laughs> Your ass, I'm going to lap you. I'm like, nigga, come on, step it up. But I ain't going <laughs> to fail my PT test because of your ass. Exactly. Like, you might give me a little shot. Like, come on, bro. Well, you got this. Speed up. It might come off a little asshole. Just come a dust past your ass, boy. <laughs> nah, 
Speaking of that, though, just I mean, this is all topic, but bro, we had a few ASTs. Motherfucker ran a mile and a half in seven, what was it, like seven fifteen. I said, oh no, nah. oh hell no. Nah. Why this nigga is doing the wrong thing with his fucking life? There's yeah, no I'm... reason you should be on the Coast Guard running a mile in seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Why the fuck are you not in the Olympics? Mile and a half. <laughs> Mile and a half. I could fucking nigga. My fucking mile on like an elliptical is like six thirty. This nigga's doing a mile and a half on ground, like putting feet to dirt. In seven fifteen? He should be yeah. in the fucking Olympics. That's Usain Bolt. My 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 fastest ever mile and a half time was nine forty five. My fastest shit is like ten thirty. Not like my average. I ain't gonna hold you. This shit started off real slow. We ran into a little topic right there. Comes and goes. You think that shit carried us for like a little fucking while. That shit probably dragged on a little longer than needed, but fuck it. <laughs> Alright, so like I tried to transition earlier. You feel like, um, Rashawn, you feel like Brent album's good enough? Um... I don't know. I'm, I really haven't heard any of his other albums, so I really don't have anything to compare it to. But what? at the same time, but at the same time, I feel like when you listen to an album, you really shouldn't compare it to something else because it it's its own thing. So with that being said, I rated about about an eight. Damn. Maybe about an eight. That's What's good. Then, really Shit, I wasn't even looking at the the song names i was just letting it i was at work so i was just letting it just go through so i wasn't really looking at the names of the songs but fucking look at it and probably guess what i was looking listening to that time um i would have to say i can't even okay. sit in peace give me one moment oh, oh well, I, see that was my favorite song but i can't count that song because it came out before the album so i already had some like yeah experience yeah. with that y'all what song was that Wasting times with Drake. That's definitely the best song on there. I'm not gonna hold. I don't know. I wasn't looking at the names of the songs. I'm gonna say maybe Gravity. I don't know. I feel like Wasting Time, Dead Man Walking, and Gravity should not have been on that fucking album. Them shits came out like over a fucking year ago. Yeah. It's no like I hate. When I get a new album, I want it to be all new music. All new shit I have not heard. And the single can only come out maybe a month before the album. I don't want that shit out a whole year before. Exactly. Like Kevin bro. Gates putting that Thank You For My Dick song in his album. Yes, bro. Yeah, like, don't put that shit on there, bro. What the fuck? I, I fucking hate that shit, too. Fucking TikTok and all them shits made me hate that goddamn song. Nick, you fucking with the print album? You said what the who album? The Brent album. Uh, Brent. Uh, I mean, I haven't had to listen to it yet. Damn. Cause I got it. Well, this is what happened, right? I was on the way to work and I forgot it was Friday and I forgot music was dropping. So that's why I didn't listen to it. And when I'm at work, I'm not going to listen to Brent Fias, bro. I'm not listening to it. I got to be in the right setting. I was listening to that shit at I work. Need- <laughs> I was too. To and I got to answer phones all day. What's your excuse? Mine? Mm-hmm. He was out there fishing today. You could have been out there fishing, listening to Brent. Wasteland. 
I'm not. I'm not listening to Brent Fives. It's not about the setting or environment. It's about getting the job done so you can talk about it on Sunday. Exactly. Man, look. I don't like Brent Fives. I, I listen to it. My best. Mister didn't show with any topics, Nick. I did have topics. I had a question, though. I had a question for Mm y'all. Do you think that the interludes and the skits throughout the album make or break an album? Because there's some albums that are good that don't have any, like, interludes or anything. But there's some albums that have, like, for an example, Mr. Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers, that first thing that came to my mind. Like, at the end of his songs, right, they, like, fade into the next song. Or they have, like, a, a whole interlude. Do you think those make or break an album? I don't think. Not an interlude. I don't think an interlude can make or break an album. I just kind of feel like they're just there. Because most people don't even listen to albums like all the way through. So I feel like it doesn't really matter. But me, well, I feel like it doesn't matter to most people. But when I listen to an album, I listen to it all the way through. And... I'm basically my top is basically about skits. I like a good interlude, but skits you can either have some good skits or some really bad fucking skits. But the ones I can't even think of any like bad skits, mainly because they're probably like not memorable and I remember shit that's bad. But I really like the fucking skits on this fuck on Wasteland. This shit. Hmm. This thing was getting this shit off. Toxic shit. How you feel about it though, Nick? I don't really care for skits that much. I do. I like intros. I think they can set the tone. I feel like they should set the tone of the album. Or at least the first couple songs, maybe. Um, I don't think it'll, it'll break or make or break the album. I just think, I mean, I think the album maker breaks the album. Because you can have a trash-ass intro. And I think usually when people listen to intros, they, they go into the, the mindset already because a lot of people don't get intros correct like that. So I think pretty much everybody will see intro and they'll be like, okay, like pretty much expecting this to be kind of sub-mid. But that second song, if you're having a, a sub-mid intro, that second song better be heat. Like it better be fucking gas. All right, I got another question then. Um, do you feel like songs on an album should just be new music, or do you think it should be a theme for the whole album? Like, Mr. Morales, Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers, all his interludes or whatever had a theme that was cohesive with his album, right? Or Waste, Waste, Wasteland is the name of the album. Mm-hmm. Wasteland, his interludes and skits were cohesive with the whole theme of his album. But if you have somebody who's just throwing out new music, I want to say the first thing I thought of was Trippy Red with his latest album. I don't even know the name of it. I just knew it had Drake on it. That album, it was just new music. Or like somebody like 6ix9ine who just throws out music and calls it an album. Do you think somebody should just take their time and put the album together like skits and all that? Or do you think they just put out new music? I mean, I think album is a loose term now. I, I think it's like. It's a very loose term, like an album. Everything shit. is an album now. Yeah, like Drake, for instance, he threw he threw out a more life playlist 
Like it was, it was, that was just new music. That was just a random. I mean, you had shit from Skepta's interlude to fucking Can't Had Everything to Do Not Disturb. I mean, it was just a, a, a vast majority sacrifices. Like it was just new music. So I actually think he was valid in putting a playlist together. I feel like you can't, you can't call it like a mix, that. right? Because it's you a can't fucking it- album. Niggas just try to put different words on some shit and say, oh, it's a completely different thing. Like, no, nigga, you put this out. I have to pay to listen to it. This is an album. This ain't a playlist because this is a fucking all new music from the same artist. It's an album. It's not a mixtape. Mixtapes are free. Exactly. I hate when they fucking throw different fucking titles on shit and think it's a completely different thing. Like, no, nigga, it's not. This shit counted as an album in your contract, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's a, fuck. It's an album. It counts as an album because you're getting paid. But should we go to the part where if you want to put out new music, call it a playlist? Like, just random shit? If you got a whole bunch of music you just want to unleash, call it a playlist? Because you can't call it a mixtape, technically, right? Cause it's, you can't you call it a mixtape. You can't call it a mixtape. It's not and, a mixtape, but they call it that. Well, yeah, but I mean, and then if you want to say it's an album, I feel like if, if you throw out albums, it should be a, a great piece of art. Like, it should coincide. The vibe should be similar to each other um, or have good flow and transitions uh, from one song to another. I think playlists, you should be able to put out Fucking rock song, a hip hop song, R and B song, a pop song, and it's not your fucking album. It's just new music that you want to drop. I I feel I don't feel the same way. I feel like I don't care if your album is cohesive, as long as it's if you put a bunch of new songs out, I'm happy with it. But you said Trippy Red like did some album we just do a bunch of like random songs in there with a fucking with some different skits. You should if you do not have like an album that has a theme and it's not cohesive and you put skits on there, I'm gonna be pissed because it's no point. Why are you doing that? Like, what are you I said he didn't do skits, he just put a oh. bunch of new songs out. But somebody like Kendrick Lamar, who looked like he took his time to make a story, yeah, I prefer when they do it like how Kendrick did, but okay, <laughs> fucking on him. I prefer when they do it like Kendrick did it, but at the end of the day, I don't really care as long as I'm getting new music. And it's good. Gotta be good. Word Y'all up. think Brit Fires is toxic or that's just internet people saying internet things? No, that nigga toxic. <laughs> no doubt. What about you, Nick? He definitely toxic. He follow Hoville or something. He is Hoville. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he's toxic? How is he not toxic? I don't, I don't, I can't think of something right now because I got to like listen more to his music. I only have like a first glance at his album. I didn't listen to it multiple times. Like I listened to it multiple times. Then I can answer that question. This nigga, well, I'm going to tell you how this thing is toxic. This is the first track on this album is named Villain's Theme. And it's him talking to like, I don't know, some interview, whoever he's talking to. He's basically telling her that he's not toxic. It's just some, it's a Twitter word. If you gotta start your album and come up there, if you have to tell somebody you're not toxic, you're fucking toxic. I don't feel. I feel like people don't just 
throw that word around as much as they throw like other random buzzwords around. I mean, shit, that's the word, bro. It's, it's toxic, you know? It sticks. And then this oh, nigga had one toxic. of those Oh, she toxic. Oh, they toxic. Oh, that's toxic behavior. You know, it's just a word that that was adopted. But even if he, I don't know, he may not actually be toxic. Real, I don't know, because it's some of this shit that he didn't fucking, this kid's he threw in this album, you gotta be toxic in real life to do the shit that he just did on this fucking album. This nigga hopped in the goddamn, nigga hopped on a skit, arguing with his girl, who's pregnant. And then she was arguing mad as fuck. And he was like, you know what? You just mad right now. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to give you a little time. I'm going to be back tomorrow. Dipped out on her. Hopped in the Uber. Had to go catch a flight somewhere. Picked up a shawty on the way. Got some head in the whip. After he just got done arguing with his pregnant girlfriend from some random bitch. Then hopped on a flight and Charlie was like, so I'm going to see you tomorrow? And he was like, yeah. And then at the end of the album, he got a call from the pregnant Charlie. So I'm like, you've never been there for me, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, she was about to kill herself. And then this nigga wanted to act like he was all in a rush to go save her or whatnot, bro. You don't just take a shit like that if you ain't toxic. You feel me? I mean, he is toxic, bro. I mean, I guess. I'm not toxic, so I don't know. I'm definitely toxic. <laughs> what you be doing, it? What's the most toxic thing you've done in your relationship to dealing with women? Most toxic, toxic. Hell no. I'm the type dude. Just be saying shit. Mm, I'm the type of guy to cut you off, but still be friends with your parents. Bro, what? <laughs> the fuck? Cause why it takes a long to think about like, that? If I were to cut you off, right, and we're not together, mm-hmm. but me and your parents is cool, I'm a I'm gonna come over to the crib and stop by every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while, and be like, you hey, cut her off, like blocked her, cut her off. Like block, like like just like we just don't we just not a thing no more. So it's not really a cutoff. It's y'all just broke up and don't talk. Yeah, but you can. But here's the thing though. Like you have your new man's, you'll do whatever you're doing, and I'ma still come over to your crib and hang out with your parents. That's you going over there while he over there? Yeah. That's sick shit, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, yo, I wish I could see this nigga face. He like he dead the fuck ass. And then oh. that way he's gonna be insecure. And then your parents still gonna love me. And it is what it is. And so you are you doing this because you actually cool with their parents, or you just don't want her to find no new nigga that fuck with her? You just trying to fuck that up as quick. <laughs> So you're just trying to get that relationship up out of here as quick as possible. Exactly. <laughs> no, bro, not exactly, bro. You, I ain't gonna lie. That's some sick shit, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm a sick ass nigga. I can't lie. <laughs> I'd be pissed as fuck. I'd be telling my parents, why the fuck you let this nigga in the house? He can't come around here no more, dog. 
I'll be going on fishing trips with your dad. <laughs> like, I'm that dude. What about you, Rayshawn? What? Am I toxic? What's the most toxic thing you've done? Dealing with women. Um, well, it's not like something I've done, but it's like something that I like believe. Um, I hope my exes never find love again. While Whoa. I'm happy in my relationship. <laughs> hey, bro. Oh, fuck. I wish this nigga Nick then. Yo, I keep keep going. Yeah, like I'm gonna say it again. Nick just got back. Tell him to ask Rashawn what's the most toxic that he's done, and he said, I, I, "It's not something I've, I've, I'm really doing, quote unquote." But like, I believe, like you know, I hope my exes never find love again while I'm happy in my relationship for the rest of my life. That's valid. That's it. Yeah, I hope you know. This thing said for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, see him on Twitter time and time again. Looking sad and like, you know, the world's in the right place right now. (laughs) So do you actively take like measures, precautions to make sure that they don't find that love like Nick does? No. Are you just praying on their downfall? Yes, you can just say I'm praying on their downfall (laughs) without physically praying on their downfall. I, I don't, I don't think that's toxic though. I don't know how much you begging for me back. Don't do that. I want, don't I want them to be mad as fuck. You want them begging for you back? Yeah, but I'm not gonna take them back. I just want you to beg. Like that video, like that video of that girl. <laughs> but did you see that video I put in my story of the girl who was in the car yelling to me like, "Take me back, please." No, I don't even think so. No. Yeah. See. Nah, because they begging. If they, if a woman is begging for you to take her back and you don't, she might just kill you. Or herself. Yeah, dude, you just gotta you just gotta live with that and die with that, bro. That's a that's a scary shit. I seen that fucking video. She was just in the car, like Why tweaking the fuck out, begging and pleading for like two whole minutes in the fucking video. And she was like, Record me, I don't care. Post it, post it. And I was See, like, that, bro, you... <laughs> that's toxic behavior. I was like, bro, you was fucking with the wrong bitch. She is going to slit your fucking throat and anybody that ever tried to fuck with you for the rest of your life. Nick liked that, though. That's the type of attention he liked. <laughs> Don't just smile, nigga. Say something. This is an audio experience. Can't deny it. Cause if she dead, she can't enjoy nobody else the rest of her life. So. Bro, sick, bro. You, you sick. I gotta say it, bro. You got your rabbit ass mind. <laughs> I fuck with what you was talking about, though, Rayshawn. Like well, after me, you get hoping they never find love, unless it's with me. I don't want none of. I don't. Want... Actually, I can't even say that. Cause some of them, I just I do not care. <laughs> Like, it's one of them where I literally do not care what the fuck she do. But the ones who I was actually fucking with, nah. I hope you don't find nobody else. And if you do, I hope that shit, <laughs> I hope that shit ends bad. <laughs> I think one of my most most toxic things is, uh, you know, I love me But you're only drink. allowed to be happy with me. Well, what would you say? That, but you know, I love me some Drake, right? So, you take the, the biggest artist in the world. 
And you listening to that nigga most of the time when you're in my car. And if we split, anytime the biggest artist in the world drops music, you think about me. I know you are. There's no way you're not thinking about me. There's no way you're going to a house party without listening to Drake and you're not thinking about me. You're not going to play the radio without thinking about me. You can't throw your phone on shuffle without thinking about me. You were thinking about me all the time, and I know that for the rest of your life. A fucking villain, bro. When I remember, I was talking to y'all about like making clips of whatnot. You gotta make it clickbaitish and make it real funny, high energy, or like you know, just some controversial shit. (laughs) Nick is going in a clip (laughs) expeditiously. That shit is going out there, Nick. I hope your ooh, I hope your ex still follow you too, cause she is going to see that shit. <laughs> hey man, that yes, like this is the type of marketing we need to get behind people. This nigga jerking off. Okay, alright, bro. Why don't you tell everybody I'm sitting here jerking off? What the fuck? What's between you and me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's between you and me. I don't know. What's up with fake Drake? Man, fuck fake Drake. That nigga got banned off of uh, <laughs> Instagram, I think. You know what the... Who's talking... Who's the show topic or Rayshon topic? Oh, mine. Topic. It's fake Drake, but they got a fake Khaled now. Okay. Bro, I said last week that you got to talk for at least 10 minutes about the topic you put on here. This is just, this is just small, small talk. This, this is just small talk. Attitude. Well, you have to like make a different section below. But, like, this is for the actual topics up here. The conversations. There's a free, free collet. I don't know why we get, I mean, fake collet. I said free. Fake collet. I don't know why we get so many fakes now. But, you know, it's funny. You don't, you don't be seeing like no dark skin niggas. They be you like, anything for fake Gibeon. You don't say no fake Gibeon. No fake Lil Wayne's. You see, like, fake Drake. Yeah, that's fake some light skin shit. I've seen a dark skin dude who like Travis Scott playing Fortnite as Travis Scott. Oh, I think I had seen a fake Travis Scott. No, you Scott. didn't. No, you didn't. I said that's that light skin shit. You ain't see shit about Travis Scott. I did. Definitely did. I just Niggas think that this nigga. I just think it's funny that Nick brought this topic up because he is fake Drake. This nigga hey. got the hard part in everything for Halloween. He <laughs> is fake Drake. And the bitches loved it, man. <laughs> no, he was a fucking cornball. This they nigga really it, think he's Drake's son. This nigga really went to his barber and said, yeah, let me get the hard part like Drake shit. Oh, that was makeup, bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I would've got that shit too if my hair was low. <laughs> that shit was fire. That was, that was makeup. Bro. That's some crazy dick riding y'all doing for this man, Drake. Bro. That hard part was not hard. No, I'm just saying, bro. I got a dick ride him, so I get my dick ride. What the f? Anyway, <laughs> hair grows back. This man, Nick, got a whole owl tattoo on his leg. We not the same. <laughs> he he said crazy. verbatim that, you know, he dick ride Drake in public, so I we do. definitely not the same. I do. But you See, know the difference in me and other people, though? I you know, dig ride Drake. See, that's a that's another that's another clip right there though. That's another one right there. I, I dig ride Drake proudly and in public. You know, you know who oh, you remind me of? Who? Have you seen Stan the Alexis music video Texas. by Eminem? What the fuck? Because don't who? nobody ride like she do. <laughs> if have you listened to or seen the music video for Stan? 
Eminem song? No. Mm-hmm. You ever seen his damn music video? Nah. He remind me of him. He gonna start writing letters to Drake and all that stuff. Want to look just like him? Yeah. You gonna get crazy, bro. Stan killed yeah. himself because Eminem ain't writing him a letter back. I feel like that's gonna be Drake. I mean, that's gonna be Nick. Dang, He's dude. not there yet. And only like had a kid and named Eminem or some shit. He said, I'm, uh, named, body. I'm, naming, my, I'm naming my daughter Aubrey, though. What the f- yeah, yeah, he he almost there. You you need, you need to get you a therapist, sir. Nah, have you seriously never seen Stan? I don't think so. I, I might right. have, but I don't, I don't really listen to Eminem like that. See, no, the reason you. was because Nick. He would never leave his TV on like MTV at night, so he couldn't watch up. He can wake up and see the music videos playing, cause that's how I seen the stand video. But see, Nick, see, he's always been pussy, so he was scared of the horror movies. You know, at nighttime, MTV and shit, you would see the horror movie trailers. And this nigga is such a bitch ass nigga that he just would change the channel to like Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or whatever, but it would not be on no other channel because he was too scared that he was going to wake up in the middle of the night and see a trailer for a horror movie and then shit the bed. You just aired out his dirty laundry. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even say nothing. He just doing some weird shit. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to wrap up. All right, well, you got anything else you want to say before you go, Nick? I ain't got nothing else. Bro, I beat you, bro. Alright, so we're gonna stop doing these last calls if you niggas ain't gonna say nothing. I gotta say something. What you got for the people? Be the best you you can be. Find your own motivation. You know, get in the gym if you got to. Make a podcast if you have to. Do what you gotta do to be the best version of you. Don't 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 worry about everybody else's opinions. But at the same time, let's listen to the what the people saying a little bit. You know, <laughs> see where you fit in. Yeah, fuck what they're talking about, but at the same time, you know, some people know what they're talking about. Yeah, it can't be fucking everybody. You gotta pay attention just a little bit. Just you a know? little bit. Just a just a little, 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 little bit. I had something I was gonna say for my little, you know, last call thing before I got here. But I forgot. And I don't really care anymore. So, I'm in with Tell her friends about us. Rate us five stars, Apple, Spotify, whatnot. Share our clips on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Do what you got to do to help us get rich and famous. Thank you for listening. We out this bitch. Deuces. Yeah, fuck you, Craig.